0: New to the living healthy lifestyle or a healthy living veteran, this is your place for honest answers. Naturally savvy with registered holistic nutritionist, Andrea Donsky
1: and health journalist,
0: Lisa Davis.
1: Hello, hello, everybody. Andrea Donsky here. Lisa Davis is away today, but I will be flying solo with the amazing shaman, Isabella Stolov, who I just adore and Isabella, I love when you come on, so why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners and tell them what you do, who you are, and why I love you so much.
0: Well, first of all, thanks so much for having me back. I think it's, gosh, it's been at least a year, if not more, since we've connected, and it just is flying by the time. just It's incredible, right? So, yeah, I'm a shaman, and for those of you out there who've never heard that word, Uh, As I hadn't in 2006 when I first started all this, I thought, what's a shaman? So very (laughs) simply put, a shaman is a conduit between the physical world and spiritual world. So I am a spiritual counselor, a spiritual healer. Uh, Much like a life coach uh, brought the shamanism into the modern-day world, but shamanism is ancient, goes back beyond, you know, for centuries, and they were the herbalists, they were the curanderas, they were the people that the tribe came to for answers, and navigating, you know, here in Orange County as the O.C. shaman has been quite an interesting journey. And uh, years ago, Lisa and Andrea asked me to be on their regular show that they had going at that time, and I used to come on once a month and do little 10-minute conversations with you guys, and you and I fell in love, and when you visit California, Mm -hmm. we hang out, and... So here we go. We're back on uh, on Naturally Savvy Radio once again.
1: I love it. All right, Isabella, what are we going to talk about today? I mean, before we got on, we were saying navigating life. Talk a little bit about that because I think for many of us, there's a lot going on in the universe. There's a lot happening out there, a lot of energies that are circulating. Oh, my goodness,
0: yeah. (laughs) Well, navigating through this wacky world was what I channeled. You know, Spirit was like, got to talk to people about how to navigate through this new era, through this new, I mean, the, it's so different. I'm going to be 58 this year. So anyone out there listening that is under the age of 26, probably under the age of 30, you are in a whole different universe, really, than we were. we it, It's so incredible incredibly different than how we were raised. So what I really wanted to talk about was trusting your intuition, trusting yourself and how to navigate through into this new world that we're being presented with, this, this uh modern technology age of the internet, which, you know, we didn't have phones stuck to our hands when we were growing up. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <I know> we <laughs> we didn't. didn't have a watch
0: people <laughs> on our on our wrists that we could talk. To get smart did no.
1: and uh, dick tracy did but <laughs> but we did not that's very true all right so so what, what are some of the tips that you have that we could share with our listeners you know especially those of us who are parents and we have kids who live on their phones and they live in this world of technology i mean that our kids are growing up in this world of technology so what are some of the things that you recommend to us parents who are a little bit frustrated or feel that we need a little bit of guidance around that specifically
0: well, I mean, really, you know, as difficult as his, bec- I hate to say it, it's become the modern day babysitter. So the iPad, the television, the television when I was growing up was kind of a babysitter. Uh, although our parents said, don't stand too close to the TV and don't watch too much television, it ruins your eyes and, you know, all of that. But really becoming consciously aware of how much you're on the phone first. So, how much, because they're going to mimic us, okay? Mm-hmm. So, from two years mm-hmm. old on, our children are watching everything we do, everything we say. They're little tiny sponges. So, if, of course, if we're on the phone all the time, which, of course, we need to be because it's our business and we have to, blah, 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 we have to be on them, we have to be answering, we, we really don't. You know, we really don't. Um And so, just for first off, the first tip would be put your phone down as much as you can around your kid. So, begin to model the behavior that you want to see. Now, modeling the behavior that we want to see has been a lesson that I've been teaching for the world for, you know, be the mirror that you wish to see and my Good Vibes Positive Affirmation deck that my daughter and I created, the cards, um, one of the cards says, become a mirror for see," or just become a mirror So how you want to be treated by other people and how you want your world to look, you have to It's an inside job. You have to start inside. So the same thing with your technology, how much you're on the computer, how much you're on the phone, and how can you limit that when the kids are around? And then becoming very conscious of how much your children are on the phone. And, you know, this, you know, I've gone back and forth about invasion, you know, being too invasive looking at your teenage texts and paying attention to what they're saying on Instagram. And I go back and forth with that. But really, it is very important, especially if you have young 7, 8, 9, 10-year-olds on Instagram, to monitor their accounts, to look at what they're watching on YouTube. To, uh, to look at what they're texting, yes, it is a little invasive, and should they should have their bi- privacy? Did we like it when our parents read our diaries? No, but you know they needed to. We need, and, and and they and we need to now. We really need to be very conscious about Instagram, what our kids are putting out there, what our kids Snapchat. are looking at.
1: The, you know the thing. The so well, they, they shouldn't even have that. Yeah. yeah, you know what? The you got me about, on a you know, roll, it's, so please interrupt me. No, no, no. You know, what's interesting about Instagram is, you know, I have a 12-year-old daughter who lives on social media and literally, I mean, I watch what she posts, but one of the things for those of you, for parents out there who don't realize this is that a lot of the kids, they'll have their main Instagram account where all the parents and the parents' friends follow them too. And then they have all these spam accounts. So they create these other accounts that the parents okay. may not necessarily, they're called spam. That's what they. That's what they're called, spam accounts. But I do agree that I think it's about dialogue, it's about conversation, it's about responsibility, and and the kids understanding. I mean, how are 12-year-olds supposed to know what's responsible and not responsible by posting certain things, unless parents are watching them and saying, hey, this is what you should do, this is what, you know, exactly, we got to be guiding, because otherwise... You know, they're just going to do things and follow kids that are doing other things. And our kids these days, I find, are so much more ahead of the way we were. I mean, with YouTube and all these other uh, the internet access to things that you know we would didn't have right. access to. So our kids are growing up so much faster. I, I believe so much faster. I mean,
0: look at the clothes that they put the seven year olds in. You know, they mm-hmm. they're adult clothing for like little girls and little boys. They're, I mean, I look at the clothing and I'm like, Ugh. it's just. Incredible, the commercials are geared to the kids being very, very adult. So the other thing is not being hard on the kids. I love what you just said about a conversation. So really explaining to kids with Snapchat, even though they say it disappears, It never disappears. Once on the Internet, always on the Internet. It is there somewhere. It doesn't just disappear. So I don't think the kids understand that. And I think that if parents are just yanking the phone or using it as a tool for punishment, I'm going to take your phone away. I'm going to get you off. No, like from the very beginning, teaching them the responsibility around what they post and how they post and what they're looking at. It's it's definitely a, a, a lesson
1: hundred percent. I actually had to explain to my daughter that, well, not explain. She knew that, but I learned this weekend that on Snapchat, there's something called for your eyes only. And so you're right. They don't disappear. So kids can actually save what they see and put it into this file that only they can access. So- Yes, we need to, you know, as parents, I'm not as as a parent, I'm not as well versed in all of the, you know, this especially Snapchat. I'm not as well versed, but now I'm learning because mm-hmm. I have an older son as well and, you know, this whole for your eyes only thing. I mean, you're right. It lives there forever. So I really yeah, never think heard of we that. need to just get involved, right? So, yes.
0: <laughs> never heard of that. The other thing, of course, is video games. Really paying attention to the types of video games your children are attracted to and to how many hours in a day they spend mm. playing video games. Like my grandson plays video games. Like I mean, and I, some of it is great and building and modeling, and some of it's shooting things up and blowing things up. And how many hours a day, you know, it really has to be monitored. And and I know it. Like I started with, it's kind of a babysitter. We need a break. We've been at uh, work all day, or we work from home now. The kids come home and. It's like, just go to your room, do your homework. Yes, of course, you can watch a game. But coming back to more family values of, yeah, that's on the weekend, not on a school night. That's for an hour, not for five hours. That's for let's play a game together. Break out Brabble board, break out monopoly. Try to bring some of the old school values that we were raised with back to these kids. Otherwise, there first of all it's much harder to get a job when you have no social interaction so the kids that are struggling at getting work today a 16 year old in the back of the day used to be able to work most kids now can't get jobs first of all cuz older people are taking those jobs because they're whatever and because there's no social interaction so we really have to push our kids to have be socially interactive and ask questions not just talk to them, not talk at them or talk down to them or barrage them, but be like, so, hey, what's going on in your life? Like, what do, what do you like? What do you dig? You like to be on that Internet thing. Let's do it together. Let's, You know, I could do, you know, 10 or 15 minutes. But really monitoring, paying attention, and really connecting with our kids. And I'll go back to putting the phone down when you're with them. Just leave the phone in the car when you out, go out to a restaurant to eat. Don't turn the phone on. Don't don't answer every single text message in front of your kids. Show them that those people can wait. And back in the day, Mm -hmm. we had to wait for the horse and buggy to bring us a letter that came a month or two later. Slow Mm -hmm. down. Slow down. Well, everything is so because we're starting to short circuit.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. It's definitely affecting (laughs) our brains. All right, I want to pivot for a minute, and I want to talk about trusting our gut. You know, one of the things when we talk, I love the whole spiritual aspect and. You know, mm-hmm. things are going on around us. You know, what tell us a little bit about trusting our gut and understanding that when things go on around us or certain things that we can't control, how everything happens for a reason and there's always there's always a bigger purpose.
0: Right. Well, and we can go back into raising your kids because, you know, now we've really connected with the mom and dad population around the um internet idea. So teaching children to trust their gut. When we learn how to trust our gut, when we learn how to listen to our intuition, when we stop believing everything we're reading on the internet, everything we're seeing, uh, asking other people's advice to how to run our life, you know, and, and begin to trust our own selves and teaching our kids how to trust their own selves first, they will be more guided where to go on the internet, what to look at on the internet, and who to trust on the internet but it starts at home. So for me, I've, I have to cough. I've, I've I, I, We started off this conversation. I have done silver and oregano. I've eaten garlic. I've done everything. But this cough has lingered. So hold on one second.
1: Okay, go ahead.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I don't know what it is. I, I know that things are spiritual a lot of the times because I never get sick. Knock on wood. I don't continue to. I, but once a year, I'll get one. And I got one this year, and it's usually <laughs> spiritually Like, what the universe wants me to slow down. Lungs are grief. I'm working through some old past life grief or the, you know, death of my husband 25 years ago that still comes up from time to time. And so I'm still processing that. So thanks for bearing with me and my cough. Getting back to testing your intuition. Back in the day, I did not trust myself. I trusted you. I trusted you. I asked everybody their opinion on what I should do. And then I picked the one that sounded the best. Because I had made so many mistakes in my life, I had had such a challenging, challenging life that I put myself through, and I didn't realize that I had a choice, and I didn't really know about my inner power. So when I began to meditate, and when I began to be more spiritual and start on this path of spirituality, I realized that if I listened to my intuition, and if I listened to my gut more than I listened to what was going on around me, then... I, you know, I became more powerful. I trusted my power. I wasn't afraid of myself. I became, you know, um, I was always good at giving everyone else advice, right? I was always good at telling everyone else, but I wasn't good at doing it for myself. So I started redirecting that energy inward. And we talk about loving yourself more. So Mm
1: -hmm. feeding
0: yourself positive thoughts listening to what you say, becoming more conscious in your day-to-day life. That's my spirituality. It's not a religion. Shamanism is not a religion. It's a spiritual way of living. So you can be Mm -hmm. Catholic, Christian, atheist, agnostic, uh, believe in Allah, whatever your God is. Being more spiritual for me in this shaman way of living is being conscious in my day-to-day life. So, how much am I on the internet? How much am I on the telephone? What am I showing my children and grandchildren? How do I speak? What do I think? How do I become more conscious in my day-to-day life? And then, I begin to listen to spirit. And I begin to... I know inside if it's a good thing for me to do or not, usually by how I feel. So... Is it a high vibrational feeling or a low vibrational feeling? Is that a high energy or a low energy? And that's how I gauge because I'm a feeler healer. So if I get chills or if I get super excited when somebody says something to do something or go somewhere, I feel that inside of me. So you can practice by clearing your thought, by um, by by trusting yourself and giving yourself positive affirmation, meditating, even if it's just a little bit. And just grounding yourself and saying, is this, does this feel good? Yeah, it does. Does it feel not so good? Maybe then I should wait. Let me give it the, I call it the three day rule. Let's see, in three days, I don't have to make a decision right away. And so if you start to slow down and teach your children how to trust themselves and trust their intuition, we're going to live in a much better world.
1: Hmm. No, I definitely agree. I mean, trusting that there's always a, a higher purpose as well. And when things are maybe not going the way you want them to go, it's understanding that there's a bigger blessing in there. And I think that's an important point for people also to understand you know, of course, trusting your intuition on a specific situation or, you know, I love what you said, feeler, healer. healer. That's, that's a great, I love that. I thought that was great in terms of describing really of how to listen to your gut and feeling it going into that feeling of that, uh, of that trusting mode. But what about for right, if, bigger issues? So go ahead.
0: Well, and yeah, like if something doesn't work out, right, so you're going for a job and you're not getting the job you want, you're not getting the job you want, you're just getting shot down and you're just getting shot down. And so that's lowering your vibration, and you're feeling really bad, and then you're bringing more bad things onto you because you're feeling really bad, and you're not getting it, you're not getting it, you're not getting as opposed to this. I love this. I just blow it out. So I put my fist up to my mouth, and I just blow all that negativity out. Mm. And I go, okay, this must be happening for a reason. I must not have been supposed to get that job. There must be a higher reason. So I'm going to go into that energy. Thank you, God. Thank you, Spirit. Thank you, universe, for not allowing me to have that job because I know something better is just around the corner. So when you say that and you say this or something better when you go for the job or you go for the relationship or you go for... Uh, a new school or whatever it is, like this or something better. If this isn't in my vibration right now, then I don't want it. I want something better. And I trust beyond a shadow of a doubt that something better is right around the corner. And when I trust that something better is right around the corner, it always shows up. So for me in relationship, that's what's happening for me. I've been single for a while, and the guys I meet are not quite what I'm looking for. So I love that I met them, and I bless that re- that I met them. But I choose not to get intimate because as, I don't want to say at my age, but you know, 57. You know, I I'm not I right willing path. to go where it. I'm not a hundred percent sure that that's the path I want to go down. So I tell mm-hmm. the universe, thanks for bringing that person. This is something better. I know he's right around the corner. That's been going on for a few years. I could get discouraged, but instead I stay in my happy, joyful state, and I'm really content and happy with what I have right now. And I trust, you know, I just trust, man, just trust Mm -hmm. whatever it is out there because that's the law of attraction. What we Mm -hmm. believe in, we bring to us. So if we believe that we're, our prayers aren't being answered, honey, they're not being answered. But if we believe that we gave our prayers and we anchored them in, and God or the universe or whatever you yourself, whatever you want to believe in, is bringing is bringing it. It's coming. It's right around the corner.
1: Hmm.
0: Live your life like that for the next year, and tell me in a year what happened.
1: Now, what about if something doesn't it's going to know? Be You know, what about if somebody doesn't know, let's say they're in this place, this, this place of growth and they're just, you know, they keep repeating, I don't know. I don't know. What about for people in that place? Is it okay for them to be in that place of, I don't know, or how would they change that up for themselves to give them a new dialogue?
0: Great. So perfect. Another one of the cards in the good vibes deck, which I have to give a shout out to the Chopra Center. So for those of you that know Deepak Chopra They are Mm -hmm. in the Chopper Center out there in, I don't know if he's in Escondido, that down by San Diego area. So he has a big center, and we're in the gift shop. So thank you, Universe. Now, I've been seeing that Mm -hmm. for over a year, that they're in Oprah Mm -hmm. Magazine on her top 10 Christmas pick. So everybody out there, visualize the Good Vibes deck out there because that's how it's been working. But in the deck, it says, In the void, creation happens. So Mm -hmm. if you can believe that right now you don't know, it's okay. Gosh, there were years, 20 years I didn't know. I didn't know. Mm -hmm. I stayed stuck in a negative cycle. But once I got a little bit of light, just a little bit of act as if, that's what I heard. Somebody told me. Even though you don't have it right now, and even though you don't know, you could act as if, act as if you have it. That was hard. And I got Louise Hay book, You Can Heal Your Life. And I start Mm. to, to read about positive affirmations, and I start to write down, I am a good person. I have a good life. I love myself today. Even though I didn't believe it, I acted as if. And now after 26 years later, it's not perfect. I still go into the self-doubt and the worthy part. You know, I'm not worthy or worthless. I still, that comes in and I blow it out and I say, cancel, cancel, cancel. What do I want instead? (laughs) What do I want instead? And then I act as if I already have it. And sure enough, we're in the Chopra Center gift shop. I mean, Mm. it works. I promise you it might not happen in your time, but it's definitely going to happen in the right time.
1: Well, that's it. And I think that's an important, you might thing not be ready. On. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's great because I think, you know, our timing is we want it now, right? We want it to like, oh my gosh, I really want to do this now. But oh, yeah. the divine timing is always within our, it's always for our best interest, right? And it's always happening for a reason. Things are always happening for a reason. So if we want it now, but it's not meant to be now, cool. then it's going to happen when it's meant to be. Right. And the the
0: deal. It took me 15 years to manifest my house. But here's the thing. It's like we're in such a time of instant gratification that if we don't see it right away, then it didn't happen. It's not possible that it will ever happen because we don't get it right away. But I have to call BS because I'm living proof. I'm living proof. I mean, you know my story. Gosh, I don't even have to repeat it. It was heavy duty. I am living proof that if you stay positive and you push forward and you act as if you already have it, it's a law of attraction. It will come to you. It will come to you. It, It has to. It's the law. It's how the universe works. Pay attention to the numbers. If you get eleven eleven, that's the awakening code. If you get one one one, two two two, three three three, go on the internet, put it in, ask you ask the internet what does two 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 mean, and you'll get Doreen Virtue's number thing, and it means you know. The Ascended Masters are watching over you. Or there's all this beautiful, beautiful stuff, you know. On Facebook, there are people on Facebook that get a barrage of nothing but negativity, and then there are people in my realm on my Facebook. All there is is positive stuff. I'm trying to bridge the gap, pop the Orange County bu- bubble, and get out there into those Midwestern countries that well, countries, <laughs> cities that might be listening to your show. Go to IsabellaStoloff.com. Go to OrangeCountyHealingCenter.com. Find me on Facebook under Shaman Isabella Stoloff, and follow me, and get your friends to follow me, because you'll get on your feed nothing but light. Go to Naturally Savvy's blog. You'll get nothing but good information on how to eat healthy. I mean, it's out there, but you've got to be open to it. And it's not a religion, man. It's you and how you want to live your life, period.
1: Period. That's beautiful, Isabella. And that's such a great way to end the show today. Thank you. I, I absolutely agree. And thank you for giving out your website and for <laughs> allowing people to reach you. And I want to give a big thank you and shout out to Bigelow Tea, because without them, we wouldn't be able to speak. So thank you, Bigelow Tea, for sponsoring Naturally Savvy Radio this month. It, it, uh, it really oh, means a lot to us. Oh, we love and you can Bigelow Tea. I know, right? Don't we? I mean, BigelowTea.com is our thank website. Thank you for and sponsoring us. I know, right? Drink so their amazing, tea. Yeah. I have a black
0: cup of tea every morning.
1: <laughs> yeah, Bigelow tea, and they have a whole new benefits line, and they have their, you know, their constant comment, and really, and the woman who runs it, Cindy Bigelow, is absolutely incredible. So, yes, Bigelow tea. Let's support the sponsors who support us. So, Isabella, thank you so much for being on the show today and uh, sharing your words of Thanks wisdom. For me. And uh, I appreciate it. Say I'm hi, I will. And you're listening to Naturally Savvy Radio. Like us on all social media at Naturally Savvy, at Andrea Donsky, at Radio MD, and at Health Media Gal 1. Thanks for listening, everyone. Stay well.